Is social distancing keeping you from a nail salon? Well, don't worry. Sexy Boss Babe has you covered. Introducing Quick Nails, the do-it-yourself salon manicure in five minutes. They last seven to ten days, are cruelty-free, vegan, recyclable, reusable, and every purchase supports foster youth and sex trafficking survivors. You can look good and change the world. Visit SexyBossBabe.com to get a box today. Create a free account to get VIP pricing and benefits. She's a one-woman financial advice powerhouse with 10 New York Times bestsellers and winner of two Emmys for her TV show on CNBC. We are proud to say the Sexy Boss Babe podcast is loved and listened to by Susie Orman, the world's number one expert on personal finance. Learn about investing in financial success directly from Susie on her podcast, Women and Money and the Men Smart Enough to Listen, available now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most platforms. Hi, everyone. This is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast. Welcome and thanks for joining me again today. I hope you're all having a great week. And I just want to just jump into today's topic about joy, the importance of joy, creating joy, and exchanging joy with others. So let's think about joy for a second, that word joy, right? It's kind of like happiness. We think about things that make us happy or things that make us joyful. And If you think about joy, what are the things that give us joy? Think about that for a second. The things that give us joy could be um, looking at our dog and our pets and watching their tails wag when they see us and petting them. That gives us a sense of joy. What about uh, our children or our nieces and nephews? Um, Playing with them or seeing their little smiles or holding them, it gives us a sense of joy. We feel it. And... There's so many things that can create that feeling. If somebody gives us a gift, it gives us a moment of joy, right? We get excited. We're thankful that somebody thought of us. Um, If we accomplish something, accomplish a goal or a task, and we feel the sense of excitement and the sense of contentment, and we feel it inside. And it's important to just know what joy is. And it's all of those different things. And for all of us, we experience it in different ways, right? Um, and it gives us such a such a great, great feeling, feelings of happiness, feelings of elation. From a chemical perspective, it definitely increases our dopamine levels in our brains. Um, and of course, those things help to counter things like depression and anxiety when we're happy. Um, Things like laughing, right? Telling jokes, being around people that you enjoy and uh, having positive experiences. It just adds to our joy. And I think that we forget how important having moments of joy are, especially when we get stuck in the mundane of life, especially when we get stuck in in the challenging times or in the bad times we forget or we almost are kind of sad to even reconnect with our joy or we don't think about it or we're just too into our kind of slumpy moment and we kind of like it sometimes we get caught up in that slumpy moment and we just kind of want to be grumpy 
and we don't want to be joyful. <laughs> Just the thought of seeing somebody happy or excited, it kind of bugs us. Um, you know, and I think we've all been there. But I really want to focus on not only the importance of joy today, but um, how to get into a practice of creating it. The impact of a practice of joyfulness will create for us personally for and also exchanging it and what that means. Now, something about joy that I really want to talk about um, is not only just the effects of it, but creating joy, um, it, it, uh, it kind of adds to this like bank account of joy reserves. And I'm going to kind of try to use that as a, as an example or an analogy throughout this, um, episode today. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Ayurveda or Ayurvedic teachings, but in Ayurvedic tech, I can't say it in Ayurvedic teachings, um, there is something called ojas and it is claimed that we all have ojas and what that is, is really life vigor. It is the vigor, um, of life that we contain within us. Now I, I learned about Ayurveda, gosh, probably about 15 years ago, and I've implemented different teachings and various aspects of my life. And it's, it's brought me a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, uh, positive things, whether it's regarding health or regarding, uh, you know, physical health or mental health. There's, there's a lot of positive teachings in there. The word, um, Ayurveda itself means the science of life or the knowledge of life. And it really is that it's very practical down to earth things that we can all incorporate in our lives that will improve us in different ways. So this word, Ojas, it comes from that ideology or that method of living. And I didn't really understand it at first. I I was like, well, what is Ojas? And in those types of teachings, they also talk about how to increase your Ojas, different things that you can do so you can have more of it. And a lot of it has to do with just the basic things that we all know about in the West, Um, sleeping well, eating healthy foods, exercising, all these basic things add to increasing our ojas, or in the sense it creates a more healthy being for us, right? And when we're more healthy in uh, physical, emotional, and mental states, we are able to operate more optimally, right? We all know this. Whether we practice it or not, that's different, but at least we all know this. Um, so it's it's the same thing. But in the Ayurvedic teachings, they take it a step further where it's not only just those things. They talk about this other level of life vigor. And joy is one of those things that will increase your ojas. And according to the Ayurvedic teachings, the more ojas you have, the longer your life expectancy is, the more, um, just the more energy you have, the more energy you have to expend. And with regards to that, how do you increase your ojas, right? So I've read about this extensively um, and trying to make heads or tails of it and what makes sense. And something that crossed my mind was the aspect of joy. And it's somewhat talked about, but there's not a lot of emphasis on it. And a lot of people don't talk about what that joy does, but kind of attaching it to the explanation of Ojas, it made a lot of sense to me. 
And it, it made me realize that, you know, there's some people when they walk into a room, they just brighten the room and you don't know why they're like everybody else. You know, they might not necessarily, you know, look a certain way or striking or whatever, but it's their energy, right? They walk into a room, everyone's drawn to them. Everyone wants to talk to them. Um, they, they kind of, you know, people might describe them as a ray of sunlight or a ray of sunshine. Um, and these are the people that we're drawn to and we want to be around. Why is that? Is it, is it just the charm, right? Some people are charming, right? But there are some people that just have this natural ability to just attract people to them, whether they are trying to or wanting to or not. It's just something that exudes from them. And I came to the realization that it's, these are the people that have a strong life force energy, which is what the ojas is. It means they have a lot of ojas. So where does that ojas come from? And why do some people have a stronger amount of life force energy and others don't or others struggle with it? And I realized it has to do with the connection to joyfulness. It has to do with that bank account that I mentioned earlier, the reserves of joy. And it's something that all of us can do if we become aware of it and begin a mindful practice of creating joy. So that's what I'm going to start kind of focusing on a little bit now. Um, I already talked about what some of those experiences of joy are for us that we can all relate to, things that we've experienced, right? Maybe being around our dog and it gives us a sense of joy or being around kids or accomplishing something. These are all things that bring us joy. Now, the more joyful experiences that we have, we create energy with every experience of joy and it goes into our joy bank account. And it's there so that the thing about life is we cannot um, avoid traumas of life, right? We cannot avoid bad times. It's just not possible. Life operates on its own uh, cycle. There are going to be times where we're going to experience death of a loved one. There are going to be times where we're going to experience a loss of a job or a downturn of a business or a breakup, a divorce, uh, a, a bad time in our life, whatever it is. Those experiences, we can't necessarily avoid those things if they're going to happen in our lives. Um, and one certainty about life is life is going to have its ups and downs, especially the downs. The downs are going to happen. And a lot of times those downs will get us down. Some of us will stay in that down. And that's when we stay in it long enough. That's when we start to feel those feelings of depression. Um, and it's hard for us to get back out of it. And the way I feel, and again, this is through life experience. Um, and uh, last week's episode, I talked about adversity and growth, and how to grow from bad times. Um, I am able to, I, I speak from experience. So anything I talk about, it's because I have the experience. I'm not just necessarily reading from a book and regurgitating to you guys. I've lived these things. I know these things. I've experienced them. So I'm coming on here to share it with you guys. So, um, uh, when you are in those down states, having access to those reserves of joy, it's what's going to give you your vigor back. So if you do not have a healthy bank account of joy, it is going to be very difficult to get through those bad times. So how do you increase that bank account, right? How do you create more joy? How do you create it? So Joy happens to us in different ways, right? Sometimes it happens spontaneously, meaning we don't do anything to receive the joy. Let's say we're at Starbucks and somebody does the pay it forward thing where they 
buy a cup of, you know, coffee for us and don't tell us. And then all of a sudden the barista hands us our coffee and says the guy over there paid for it or the guy that just left paid for it. And it totally makes us happy. And we think, oh my God, that was like the nicest thing, right? We didn't have to do anything and we received an act of kindness from somebody. That's a joyful moment. And think about how that makes us feel. We feel happy. We feel excited. We feel elated. We can't wait to go tell our friend, oh my God, you're never going to believe what happened to me today. The barista gets excited because they were there to experience somebody being generous. So that one act of this man uh, using his $3 to buy the person behind him a cup of coffee created this chain reaction of joy amongst a lot of people, right? Even the friend that you call that you're talking to that is hearing the story, she's getting excited. And then she's going to go tell her coworker, oh my God, you're never going to guess what Jennifer just called me and this guy at her work. So it, it becomes this like chain reaction of, of joy from this guy's one little tiny action. And that's the thing about joy. So if you were the receiver of that cup of coffee, you didn't do anything to receive that joy. It was a spontaneous thing that happened, right? So now how do we create more of those kinds of moments? Um, obviously there are spontaneous moments of joy that will happen to us without us doing anything, but we don't have to sit and just wait for those moments because they can be far and few in between. So why not actively invest in creating moments of joy? So again, I explained some of those other, uh, um, examples of joy, right? Those are a lot of really simple examples, but what are things that we can do to create more joy? So one of those is be the guy that did the Starbucks coffee thing, right? That's what, $3, you're going to pay it forward to somebody. Um, not a big deal. And think about how much joy gets created, not only just for you, but for all the people around you. When you noticeably see somebody else receive your joy, right? Or that thing that you did created them joy, you, that, act, that joy reflects back to you. And so you start to feel it. And the amount of effort of creating that joy wasn't very much, but the benefits of it were exponential, exponential, and they went on. So if we start thinking about it like that, we're going to start paying more attention to how important creating joy is, creating that practice of joy. Now, we all know about, you know, having a mindfulness practice and meditation and bringing our sense of calm and all these things. But I don't think I've really heard of a lot of people talking about creating a regular practice of joy. For me, I'll be honest with you, it has become a very regular part of my life. I don't even think about it. But when I started thinking about it is when the aha moment came to me that, oh my gosh, this is something that people aren't doing enough of. And if people started doing more of it, people's lives can change. And that's why, that's what inspired me to want to do this episode is because I realized how important this is. Um, and I, I want people to start uh, looking at their life a little bit differently and thinking about how they can increase their joy reserves by doing these very simple simple activities, right? So that was one example. Another is, um, you know, again, setting goals for yourself and accomplishing your goals. When you do that, it creates that sense of joy. So when you do that enough, and it could be anything, put making your bed as part of your daily joy goal, you know? And even that, when you do it, it gives you a sense of joy, even little, little things like that. And that little joy, it gets deposited into your joy bank account. Okay. So other things that give us, you know, even more joy doing charitable acts is probably the most 
uh, largest and most valuable joy creating um, activity, whether it's volunteering your time to do something uh, for others, uh, working with a charity organization, whatever it is, doing a charitable act. And it could even be helping your elderly neighbor upstairs get their groceries. That's a charitable act. Okay. So it it doesn't have to be these grand gestures. You don't have to go to a third world country and install a well to be a charitable person or to be a humanitarian. And I think that's where people uh, misunderstand that stuff um, and they get caught up in these ideas. And that's not the case at all. It could be very simple things. Helping uh, someone in your family with their homework. That's a charitable act. Um, uh, uh, You know, doing some tutoring for for kids at the library, that's a charitable act. And when you do that, that that moment of selflessness, giving to somebody else and you see the benefit that they receive, it 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 truly if if you're a human, okay, not a sociopath, which I'm assuming most humans are not. If you're just a regular human, you don't have to be some kind of special human, just a regular human. You are going to feel joy from that experience. You might not even realize it's joy. But there's this like little feeling of contentment that you think to yourself, or you feel to yourself that, wow, this little thing that I did, I just saw that that kid was able to solve that math problem because I helped them explain, you know, how to, how to do these little steps. That's creating joy. Okay. And now that kid feels excited that they figured out how to do that math problem. And you were the one that helped them through that. And you guys both got joy. So that's, that's the kind of, I guess, the, the exponential, the law of exponentiality of joy. Um, I don't know if I just made that up. I might have, <laughs> but it's true. And once you start applying it and start paying attention to it, you are going to confirm what I just said. So those are just a couple examples. And the more we create these little experiences of joy, the more we fill our bank account so that one day, if a bad experience happens to come across in our lives, it doesn't mean we're not going to feel sadness. It doesn't mean we're not going to feel maybe a sense of depression at some point. But if you have enough joy reserves, those joy reserves are going to help pull you out. That's when you withdraw on those joy reserves because you have so many of them. You have so many of them. So if, if you are in a, you know, feeling a little state of depression, it might shorten that time. Maybe you're only depressed for three days and after three days, you're going to feel better and you're going to continue and go back to your life and you're going to continue your mindfulness practice uh, with regards to, to joy. Um, so, uh, so how do we create a daily practice of joyfulness? In my experience and in my opinion, and again, I said this is something that I do anyways. So it's not something I think about because it, it it's become part of who I am. But to break it down so that other people can start doing it and becoming more aware of it, uh, setting it as a, a daily task. If you start creating just a, a goal of doing creating one event that is joyful, one event that's joyful, you are going to add into your uh into your joy bank account. So if that one thing is rolling around and playing with your dog, that's your act of joyfulness. Okay. If you just do one of these a day, every single day, and be mindful of it, no matter how upset you may be, no matter what you're going through, commit to every single day, 
doing at least one activity that will create vigor with regards to joy, creating that, and it automatically goes into your joy bank account. And it's one of those things. Joy is one of those things that with, with you get the results right away. It's not like exercise or losing weight where you have to do it for a month or five months or six months and then you start to see results. If you create an act of joy in that moment, you are going to receive the benefit right away. Um, there's very few things, if any, in life, in the world that will give you um, a return on your investment right away and exponentially return it to you because that's what happens with joy. It takes a minimal amount of effort to create it. You immediately receive the benefits and you receive it tenfold. You receive it tenfold. So what could those little actions be? And again, like I said, they don't have to be these grand gestures. Little tiny acts of joy are just as good, are just as good. So think about it. Maybe just walking into your mom's house or into her kitchen, coming up from behind her, giving her a hug and a kiss on the cheek and saying, mom, I just want to know, I just want you to know that I love you and I love your food and it just makes me so happy to be around you. That little thing, that one little action, think about the effort that it took from you. Very little, right? Now think about how that woman received that action of yours. It touched her heart. It made her happy. She didn't expect it, so it was a surprise. She probably is going to feel joy, not only in that moment, that joy is going to make her feel happy for the entire day, probably for at least a week, if not longer. She's going to think back to that moment. And that's the thing about joy, that it's long lasting. And when you see that smile on her face and you can feel her joy because of your comment, it reflects back to you and you feel the joy tenfold. So think about it. You put in this little tiny effort, you get 10 times uh, the, the creation of that joy from what your mom feels. And then she reflects it back onto you and you feel 10 times that joy. So that little effort uh, gave you exponential return on investment. Um, and, and these are things that you can do, you know, so often and in any way, right? Buy, buy one flower, one flower and hand it to somebody as, as, as you're walking, hand it to somebody. Or next time you go visit someone, just give them, just give them one flower. Um, and, and I remember this from this, uh, uh, something that I had, uh, read from Deepak Chopra years and years and years ago about just being generous. And so he was giving this talk about just being generous and, you know, um, giving and the importance of giving and that how, uh, being generous and giving, it creates this, this, this flow of generosity and it comes back to you. So there, people talk about it in different ways. And so, um, I, I use that as an example, uh, but it works the same exact way. Or let's say that you are walking down the street, maybe with your dog, maybe you're just, you know, taking a walk and one of your neighbors is outside. Look at your neighbor, look your neighbor in the eye, smile, a genuine smile. Maybe you know their name, maybe you don't know their name. That's okay. And you just say, hi, how are you doing? Asking that question or saying, hey, I hope you have a great day as you walk by and mean it. And when you do that one little act, that neighbor, stranger, distance between you, maybe never seen you before, they feel that generosity of of your communication. They feel the joy. 
and they might smile back at you and they might say thank you and you'll know that they received your joyful message and it'll make you feel good. So again, it's, it's a small investment with exponential return on investment and the benefits are great because again, the more you increase your uh, actions of joy, the more you add it to your bank account and the more you have to draw from when you are in, in moments of despair. And I think that is what the difference is between um, people, those people that walk into a room and they just naturally, everyone gravitates towards them. These are people that on a regular basis work on their joy, whether consciously or unconsciously. But we're talking about doing it consciously right now so that more people can start engaging in that practice, right? When we go to hear motivational speakers, these are people that have a lot of ojas. These are people that have a lot of vigor. They have a lot of life force energy. And that's why we want to listen to them speak. That's why we want to learn from what they have to say because it makes us think they, they figured something out that we're missing in our lives. And it's that vigor. It's that ojas. It's that they know they've learned how to create more of and maximize on joy. And so we go and listen to them because we are hoping to learn something so that we can bring it into our lives, so that we can have some of that vigor in our lives, so that we can have some of that life force energy in our lives, right? And this is how, this is how. It is through creating joy. It is through realizing how important joy is. And it is through exchanging joy that we are going to have more of it. We'll be able to draw on it. We'll have it in our reserves and it's what's going to help us through the bad times in our lives because it will just be in there. And over time, it becomes a part of who we are. This is one of the most important answers to life on this earth. It is to be more joyful. It is to exchange the joy and not hold it just within ourselves. It is to exchange it with others. So many people around us are going through difficult times, going through hard times, are sad, are down. Let's share joy with them. Let's share it by creating more for ourselves so that we have an abundant reserve that we can share with others and share with others. The more we do this, these simple acts of exchanging joy, these are those little things that when we talk about changing the world, it sounds like such a big task. It's really not when you just do your part. And doing your part through exchanging joy, it's simple, it's beautiful, and it will create change. Maybe not right in that moment, but over time. And you will see the effects in that moment. That's the beautiful thing about having a mindful practice of joy. So I hope that you really take this episode to heart. I hope you think about it. I hope you think about the moments in your life that give you joy. Take a moment to take an account of what those things are. Journal, brainstorm, write it down. What are things in your life that give you joy? Do more of those things. Do anything, little simple things. A smile to a stranger, a cup of coffee for someone, a flower, and just simply playing around with your pets. All are things that create joy. I hope that you create more of it in your life. And I hope that you create more opportunities to exchange with others. And it's through these types of practices that we create lives that are fulfilling, meaningful, and we create change in the world in just a simple little way. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I mentioned last week and I'll mention again, there's a lot of new things that are going on. I'm doing two talks a month that are interactive and I'd love to have you join me. The events calendar is on my personal website, www.arzoyusuf.com. I've got one coming up on the 28th of January about how to overcome adversity. Everybody that attends gets a free gift, so hope to see you there. Uh, Please stay in touch with me personally. My Instagram handle is at the Arzo Youssef. You can see what we're up to on the Sexy Boss Babe website, www.sexybossbabe.com. That handle is at the Sexy Boss Babe. I'm also on Clubhouse. So I've got a weekly room that I do on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. for an hour about an interesting topic. Uh, This, I'm sorry, next Tuesday, it's Tuesdays at 6 o'clock. So next Tuesday, we will be talking about this topic. So if there's something that you have a question about or you want to interact about this topic, would love to hear from you. Uh, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Clubhouse. Hope to see you there. And my handle is the same as Instagram, at the Arzo Youssef. Thanks and have an amazing rest of your week. If you like that episode, share it with a friend and subscribe to the Sexy Boss Babe podcast on Apple Podcast so you don't miss out on future great interviews and topics. And leave a review. I promise to read it.